Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, they were able to get in that. Look at that. Look at this. It's all coming together, people. It's all coming together. Can't wait to see what Cashman's going to do to fix these things at the, the trade deadline. Uh, let's go back to the phone, shall we? 1-800-919-ESPN is the uh, telephone number. Artie, our buddy Artie in uh, Brooklyn is uh, next up on the Dan Grosser Show. My, my man, Gordon. Artie, and how you feeling, my friend? Tweaking with the 15 and 2 logarithm. Whatever it's the, it's, it's the algorithm. It's not a logarithm. Yeah, I'm not sure what the difference logarithm. between a logarithm and an algorithm is, but yeah. I have the Jets 15 and 2, Artie. You got to be happy yeah, with that, it, right? You'd be satisfied with 15 and 2. I don't know. They win the division with that, or is yes, that they do win the division with that. Yep, yep. Yeah, they better win. The, if they don't win the division at fifteen and two, yeah. Maybe. I mean, my logarithm has Dolphins seventeen and zero. <laughs> from, look from your lips to God's <laughs> ear. I don't feel as confident about that when I see stories about my quarterback yeah. learning how to properly fall in the off season, so he doesn't have any more concussions. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, he's you know, hold my breath from like. He's watching a lot of Karate Kid movies. <laughs> right, yes. A lot of wax on, yeah. wax off in the Dolphin Huddle. Yes. You know, it's, it, it's funny. Like, they, they're going, they're just like going for it, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And there's two guys that are top, they're out there, like Karras. And the Jets fans are calling up. We want them. I'm like, dude, we got enough offense. But you know what's funny, though? Now I, I'm, I'm taking it back. Because whoever Cook and Hopkins goes to, are going to be better than the Jets. So you got to find a way. Now, I don't know with the salary cap. All I know is this, Gordon. There's a salary cap, but when the Rams went for the Super Bowl, they somehow got right. every person they could. Like, they got everybody. So the Jets have a two-year window. You, If there's any possible way to get one of them, I mean, both of them great, but you got to get Hopkins because – they got, I think they're running backs. They, they, they're good enough running backs to um, suffer the uh, the loss to Hall if, you know, if he's not coming back healthy. But they need another wide receiver, and Hopkins would help. If Hopkins goes to, dare I say, the Patriots or the Browns, right there, they're better than the Jets. What do you, do you, do you uh, agree with me? Or no? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I, the thing, and Artie, thanks for the phone call. The thing that concerns you is it seems like the most likely destination for both those guys if it's not the Jets. Well, uh, Hopkins doesn't seem like a real possibility for the Jets, but it seems like his, his the team that gets mentioned most is New England. So that's direct competition for you. And the guy, who, the, the team that gets mentioned most for, for Dalvin Cook is Miami. So it's almost like if you don't get them, they're going to end up hurting you. I would think that Cook is the bigger need for the Jets because of the injury to Bryce Hall. I didn't really see anything out of Michael Carter that made me uh, um, you know, do backflips. Uh, the, the Zonovan Knight, he had a little bit of a blip here or there. The other kid that they – was it the one that they drafted? I can't pronounce his name, but it seems like there's some high hopes about him as well. But if you can add Dalvin Cook – 
to a, a team that is a win-now kind of team, and that allows Brees Hall to, to, to ease back into things a little bit, and you don't have to force him early on in the season, I think that that one makes sense. The problem with Cook is that, it, at least according to the reports, he's looking for $10 million. There's, there's nobody that's going to be off <laughs> newsflash. I don't know if you, you've heard that uh, what the, the contracts are for, for running backs here. $10 million, is, it's not gonna, that's not going to happen. But I would think that Dalvin Cook would be the better fit for the Jets, and it seems like that uh, some people think that that's a possibility. I was reading, uh, was it Albert Breer was talking about uh, how that would be a, a, a player that would make sense for them. Quote, I think there's a good chance Cook becomes a, a Jet, and my sense is the team he'd like to go to. He makes sense for them. Getting him would allow them to be judicious about bringing back Brees Hall. Yeah, it would seem like that would be one that lines up. Again, it's about the cap and how much money can you really give him, but he's a productive back. He was productive last year, and if Brees Hall is going to have a little bit of a a ramp-up, as we've seen after that kind of injury, you'd like to have a guy that can hit the ground running. You want to be able to hit the ground running if you're the Jets because they do have the toughest part of their schedule seems like it's at the beginning of the year. Let's go out to uh, Brett is in D.C. Brett, next up on the Dan Grossa Show. Hey, Gordon. How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm fan. Thank you. Um, I, I need your help, man, because okay. I'm lost. Uh, I'm a big-time Yankees fan, mm-hmm. and I'm loving what I'm seeing from Anthony Volpe. It's great to see the bat going. But I, I don't understand how – you mean to tell me it was his old, uh, it was old, his old minor league catcher was the guy that to correct his swing, not the uh, otherworldly hitting staff of the New York Yankees. If I was Hal Steinbrunner, I'd be having a stroke, like oh, millions of dollars invested into your coaching staff. And you mean to tell me a minor league catcher is the guy that's going to save your generational prospect? Yeah, that was an awesome. And Wells. I, I, and, and I, it, it wasn't like that they did some wacky seance or some strange thing. They went back and looked at old video. <laughs> you would figure if it, you're in a slump, that would be like, the first what, thing. You'd what do. are these guys getting paid to do? It, it, it doesn't sure. make any sense. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to be the uh, spoiled Yankee fan. I'm a I'm a big time Boone guy. I I, I I enjoy most of Cashman's work. It's just like you mean to tell me it's his old teammate that's figuring it out, not not your. Uh, however many people you have on your hitting staff, it, it just doesn't make sense. And it surprises me that it's not getting talked about more rather than just, oh, thank God for the chicken farm. Uh, right. I'll, yeah. I'll uh, let you go. Yeah, thanks, absolutely. Uh, thanks, appreciate Brett. For, it. Uh, thanks for the kind words as well. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that uh, a couple of times, that that's what gets him going. That, that, that That's not exactly a great look for the coaching staff, that that he has to go and, and, and sit with Austin Wells and have some chicken parm in Wachung, New Jersey, and all of a sudden say, hey, let's, let's take a look at some old swings and what I was doing then as opposed to now. You would figure that video – that would be like the first thing that you would go to, no? Apparently not. But it is nice to see him turn things around, at least quiet the talk about getting sent down uh, and having him be as productive as he's been. That at least gives the Yankees somebody that uh, atop the order that does have a, a little bit of speed and can also get on base. Uh, right now, they're just kind of grasping at straws for any kind of productive hitters. Uh, they, they don't have that many productive hitters. So if Volpe, Volpe would, should, in a, in a perfect world, the rookie shortstop crown jewel of the system, you shouldn't be expecting all that much out of them in their, in their rookie campaign. 
where the Yankees are at offensively with the, the guys who you don't expect they're ever going to turn things around and the guys who are slumping like Rizzo and Stanton, they need all hands on deck. And uh, if Anthony Volpe, the, the, the little spurt that he's been able to give them, the little boost that he's been able to give them offensively has been uh, desperately needed. He's not really uh, paid any dividends tonight, per se, but he's been good here for the last month or so, so good to see him get things straightened away. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. We'll talk a little Knicks, a little Paul George, a little trade proposals, and a little bit more as we uh, will be back here in a sec on the Dan Grasser Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Again. Again. You're doing the home run. The, the team is, is desperate in need of wins. If they're ever going to get back into things here, they're going to need to have an incredible second half. You have not been the same guy since the injury has not really, uh, I think, what is it? Uh, I have his numbers here. Can I read them? I can read them. He's hitting one, he hit 152 in June with an OPS of 586. Is that really the priority here? I mean, he's been a shell of himself since May. Wouldn't, wouldn't the all-star break be a good time to take a break? What's to be gained with a th- – he already won it twice, right? A th- do you really need a third home run derby title? I, I mean, what do I, I know it's good for the game and all that type of stuff, but what, what does that do for you? And maybe a break doesn't help, but it can't hurt. What, what's the priority here? What, shouldn't the priority be 
making sure that you're tanned and well-rested and ready to go for the second half rather than taking part in the, in the home run derby again? I can understand if he'd never done it before, it was the first time, he had, or he was the defending champion one time and he wants to go back and defend. You, you did it already. You've done it a bunch of times. We got it. You, you're good. We're, we, we got it. Let's, ha- let's give somebody else a little bit of a chance. Do somebody else. You pick somebody else. You, you, I'll sit this one out. My team really needs me to be uh, ready to go in the second half rather than can hold up that. Although, what's more important, a third home run derby title or your NBA team winning an in-season tournament? Yeah! We are champions of the in-season tournament. Do you get rings for that? I don't know. Lots of questions to be answered there. Uh, Oh, yeah, about the Knicks. So Michael uh, Scotto, who writes uh, for HoopsHype.com, he had that that he had heard that the Paul George pursuit by the Knicks would have been a deal that would have involved Obi, Grimes, Fournier, and three first-round picks for Paul George, which doesn't really sound like a bad deal. The problem is is that Paul George, he's kind of what they need, but it, he's too old, he doesn't play enough, and then he wants that contract extension. So uh, it doesn't, and, and there would be a sense of so often with the Knicks, when they, when they get the, the superstar, it's the superstar that's past their prime, and what is Paul George, 33? It does, that can't be the big move. Uh, now, look, you weren't giving up anything. Grimes is, is valuable, but you just gave up Obi for two second-round picks, so you don't really value him. And Fournier, you can't get him out of here fast enough. The three first-round picks, I don't know what picks they would be, if they would be Nick picks, if they're the picks that they've acquired from other places that are heavily protected or, or whatnot. But that doesn't sound like a terrible deal. And in a perfect, if Paul George had just been a little bit younger, if you put up a scale of all the people that have been mentioned as possibilities for the Knicks. And at the top of the scale is Giannis, right? Like the, the, the dream of all dreams, like the, per, the, the, the perfect guy. Um, and the bottom of the scale is the opposite. The, the bottom of the scale is Ben Simmons. Uh, I would think that Paul George, of the names that have only been mentioned, he would be higher up than, uh, than a lot of them. Uh, to me, Paul George would be higher up than than Carl Anthony Towns or or or, or uh, Zion, who never plays. Certainly higher up than than James Harden. But when you when you throw in the age and the fact that he can't stay on the floor, and he would want what is it five years and like two hundred and fifty million dollars, that would seem to be a bit of a sticking point. That uh, that contract extension, which it was for the Knicks, which is good. It's good to see that they went into a possible deal. They weighed it, and they I think they made the right the, the right call. Um, and who and who knows? Maybe as as the season goes along, that 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 might change. By not making the deal at the time, you leave open the possibility to make another deal some other time. Let's go uh, back to the phones. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the uh, telephone number. Let's go to uh, Richard is in Brooklyn. Richard, next up on the Dan Grassa show. Hi. So um, I just want to vehemently disagree with the last caller uh-huh. who said that the hitting coach who's being paid so much money should have picked this up. The minor league catcher who's played with this guy just has a bird's eye view, and he, the, the hitting coach is coaching 27 hitters. And the minor league catcher is, is 
just has a much closer view, and and I don't think that it's that much of an indictment on the hitting coach. I just think the other guy is closer to him. But they they just said that they reviewed video and they saw it. Uh, that that's not a great look for the hitting coach. And yes, the hitting coach is the hitting coach for all sort all the guys on the team. But you would think that the hitting coach is needed more for a young up and coming player who is just kind of getting his feet wet in the major leagues as opposed to an established player who is not probably going to listen to the hitting coach anyway. But but the other guy's closer to him. He's I, I'm a chef, I know, but I, it, I it wasn't like he said, oh, hey, I've seen this or I've seen that. They just went back and reviewed video. Like the hitting coach should be – I would think that the hitting coach is reviewing video, and if he hasn't seen the same things in the video, that's not exact. The, the hitting coach is supposed to be the expert. He is, but don't you think that the guy that's closer to him, who's a catcher, especially a catcher who has a, a closer eye well, – Maybe they should make the catcher the hitting coach. Doing it the play. Maybe they should get him on the coaching staff. The cat, but I, I just think the catcher is closer to him, especially that, they play together in the minor leagues. I, I get it, but then then what then what is the what, like the line from Office Space? What would you say you do here if 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 the catcher in the minor leagues is able to spot the difference in your swing by watching video for ten, fifteen, twenty minutes? Shouldn't the the hitting coach have? Look, at the end of the day, it, 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 it's not going to – they're not going to fire the hitting coach over it. I just don't think it's a great look for the hitting coach when they have, like, this whole staff of people that are supposed to be helping the hitters. It, it may not be a great look for the hitting coach, but it's almost like one of your children who's closer to you can see something that, that your boss in a corporation doesn't see because they're closer to it. Yeah, I, and Richard, thanks for the phone call. I, I, I don't think – anytime you go outside of the organization and there's somebody within the organization whose job it is to focus on these type of things and someone outside of the organization is able to spot something that somebody who's getting paid to do that did not spot, that's not a good look. I get that he's, he's friends with them and he knows his swing and all these type of things, but that's what the, the, the hitting coach gets paid for. Let's go out to uh, Frank is in New Rochelle. Frank, next up on the Dan Grosser Show. Hey, hi, how are you? I, I'm, I'm right on point with you. Starting with, well, we'll go with the uh, hitting coach. Yeah, the hitting coach, that's his job. Number two, <laughs> right, yes. The, yeah, right. Number two, the uh, NBA in-season tournament that I read about today, December 7th and 9th, is the biggest joke. In the, I've never heard of anything more ridiculous in my life. That's number two. Number three, the Yanks have to do something with Severino. Either send him down to the minors and – Try to fix him because he cannot be go, go out there every five days and do what he's been doing. He really hasn't been the same since he got hurt. He had two great years, really good years, and it's been downhill ever since. So I, I just don't understand. Well, I understand that they're paying him a little, but it's just time to make a decision on Severino. Maybe Rodon coming back, they could make that decision. But he can't be throw, he, he can't pitch every five days. He just can't because he's throwing like, like tonight. It was. This has been a repeat the last couple of times out. It's kind of a little ridiculous. So, and I agree with you again about that hitting coach. I mean, come on, that, that's that's their job. That's what <laughs> that's they do. Their job. That's, that's they literally do. their job. Yeah, yeah they, no. they get paid to do that. They look at the film. They do everything. They look at that. <laughs> that's their job. So, I, I'm on point with you on all those things. So, well, Frank, I appreciate the uh, look. It's good to have people uh, in support and. For a while, with all the injuries that Severino has suffered uh, over the years, 
there's always been the idea of maybe this guy would just work better in the bullpen, right? Come in for a couple of innings and really just, you know, set the world on fire and, and, and blow guys away. And that maybe he's just not built to be a starter. You're always going to value those starters more. So when he first came up and those conversations happened, you are always going to want him to eventually develop into a starting pitcher. But you're right. Ever since those injuries, he's never been the same. And he wanted to come back earlier this year from, from the latest injury, and uh, it's not been good. Uh, there's, no, there's no way to put it. So I, I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to hear what Aaron Boone says after the game over why he is just getting – he's not even competitive anymore. Uh, so, again, the Yankees have a lot of guys like that. It's like, if, if he's not hurt, what's the problem? Because they've been this bad for this long. Like Severino, if he's not hurt right now, why is he getting absolutely shellacked? Now, he had the one good start against Texas, but he got knocked around by Boston. He got knocked around last time by St. Louis. He gave up a bunch of runs to the Mets that time. I don't remember who was before that, but uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. And then you go through the, the lineup. What's wrong with DJ LeMayu? Why is he this bad? He's not. He's healthy, and this is what he's like? Rizzo, he's healthy, and this is what he's like? Stanton, he's healthy, and this is what he's like? I think he's got a lot of They lead the league in guys like that. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. We'll talk a little football. Jets and Giants, we'll do it next on the Dan Grosses Show. Gordon Damer in for Dan, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Fine-tooth comb after this Yankee heartbreaker right here. Unless, it's always possible the Yankees get a rally going here. You never know. Again, the win probability has remained steady. It's at 99.9% as the Yankees trail 13-0. I almost said 3-0. 13-0 in the top of the eighth. And they have put a couple, a couple of runners on. They had, they had somebody walked earlier. The DJ LeMay, who had a base hit. He was quickly erased on an IKF double play. But still, but still. You know, there was one thing I, I wanted to mention from the K-Show earlier. Um, they were having, and, and look, tomorrow's... If you enjoy ticked-off Yankee fans calling up hours on end, tomorrow's Michael K. Tomorrow is a solo K show. There's no Don. There's no Peter. It's K all day. Right from the jump at 3 o'clock, right until 7 o'clock. So it's K all day tomorrow. He's got nobody to, to, uh, to, to bounce things off of. He is going to be front and center. And think about the day that he is walking into. Barring a Yankee amazing comeback here, he's going to be looking down the barrel of a 13-0 loss. He's going to, it's at least possible with this loss, the Blue Jays right now are leading a one nothing against the White Sox. So in terms of the, the wild card standings, Yankees lose today, Blue Jays win today, and all of a sudden the Jays and the Yankees are tied for that final wild card spot. And while we've all been saying play 500 without Aaron Judge, the problem is the other teams in the American League should be getting things together. Like the Blue Jays, the fact the Blue Jays are behind the Yankees at this point is kind of embarrassing for the Blue Jays. But if they ever had a hot streak, they would go by them like they were standing still on the side of the highway. So it, this has the potential for that case show tomorrow to really be a fun day for Michael. Just <laughs> wall-to-wall Yankee calls. And they're not going to be happy calls. They're not generally happy calls. But after a 13 nothing drubbing at the hands of the Orioles, you would not think that there will be a lot of positivity. There will not be a lot of uh, silver lining thinking tomorrow. It will be negativity from soup to nuts. But they were talking today about different things, spiraling out of control, uh, some of, as Yankee fans tend to do sometimes. And they were talking about uh, the booing, right? The booing in the last couple of days and how Michael's of the belief that the booing, the constant booing, it's not a good look for Yankee fans and that it hurts recruiting. But they were also talking about the beard policy, and, and, and Peter's not a big fan of that. Obviously, he's got a beard. reason why he's not a big fan of that. Um, but Michael's retort was, well, where, where are the examples of how it's, how it's hurt them, right? They were able to get Johnny Damon. They were able to get Randy Johnson. Uh, Garrett Cole had a beard before he came. A lot of guys have beards before they come here, and it hasn't prevented them from, from getting these guys. I would say the same thing about the booing. Where are the examples of people that did not come here as a result of the booing? It doesn't seem like there's that many. If, if there are any, they've kept it to themselves, and, and probably rightfully so. You wouldn't say, I, didn't, I decided not to go to New York because the, the booing would have 
would have been a big problem. But again, jam-packed K-Show tomorrow starting at uh, 3 o'clock. And we'll see. I said 13 nothing. It could always get worse. Never think that it's – as soon as you think you've hit rock bottom, it's not rock bottom. And the Mets already a 2 nothing lead. So we opened the show tonight talking about the Met fans have to stay in their lane. They were already out of their lane even before the 2 nothing lead. So I'm sure that they'll be jumping out. And Pete Alonzo, who I was saying, uh, home run derby, what do you need to do the home run derby for? No need to do the home run derby. You've done it before. We need you for the second half. A home run. Look at that. 26th of the year. So the Mets with a 2 nothing lead on uh, the Diamondbacks as they uh, face off out in Arizona. A couple things football-related that we didn't really get to tonight. I'm on Saturday in for Dan again. It's Dan Grossi. He's never shown up. to. No, he's doing other things. He's, he's very busy. He's been filling in in the mornings, taking some vacation in the summertime as you do. So maybe we'll get to some football stuff uh, on the, uh, the Saturday show. But I, I do find it interesting, and it's taken me a while to, uh, to notice it, that we play this promo uh, involving Aaron Rodgers and he picked the Jets and he wants to come here for this reason or that reason. It, it seems like he picked the Jets because nobody else was interested. Where else was he going? Where else was he going to? What other team was, was battering down the door of the Green Bay Packers trying to get Aaron Rodgers? When the offseason, even before the offseason began, we listed the name of te- names of teams that might be interested in Aaron Rodgers because for a while it seems like he's wanted to get out of there. But the, te- the other teams never really made any sense. It was always kind of the Jets because the other teams wouldn't have interest in Rodgers. I don't think that it was necessarily Rodgers' interest in the Jets as much as it was who else was taking on that salary for a player that's 39 years old. And, and any team that would do that would have to kind of be in a win-now kind of mode. And the Jets were the only ones that, that kind of checked all those boxes. So it wasn't so much that uh, you could say, well, I came here for this reason or that reason. It wasn't like that many other people were available. They weren't battering down the door in Green Bay to all of a sudden uh, grab Aaron Rodgers. As great a career as he had. And again, in case I didn't mention it, 15-2 I have the Jets going this year. 15-2. The other story that I've noticed this, uh, the last couple of days, at least online, has been about Daniel Jones. A lot of talk before he got his contract extension about he's going to get this, he's going to get that. So there's been stories that have popped up that said that he was asking for $47 million. He was asking for 45 47 That's what negotiating is. That's how you negotiate. You ask for something more than you want because you figure eventually you're going to get it whittled down. It's two sides figuring out a deal. They figured out a deal. So why would anybody be some? He ended up getting basically $40 million a season. Oh, boy. This has a potential to get ugly at the stadium. They've just hit a batter. It's now 14-0. Wandy Peralta, I believe, might have just been ejected. I'm not sure. It's getting ugly in the Bronx. Did I mention the K-Show tomorrow, 3 o'clock, tune in? Oh, this is going to be a delightful day. This is going to be a delightful day for Michael tomorrow. And then you have Rodon going tomorrow as well. So this has the potential to really... All you would need is like a negative update on Judge's return. And that would really kind of put things into place. So now the bases are loaded. And, oh, no, they have two outs. Oh, okay, good. 14-0. So they finally were able to tack on the extra point there. So now 14-0. But on the bright side for the Yankees, they do have, what is it, three hits tonight? Four hits. They have four hits. And there's still people there. So that's, uh, that's a good sign. People are still buying some ice cream, buying some jerseys. 
hanging out, having a good time. This Yankee season, boy, it's a, it's a rough look right now. This is a rough one. And you thought, after you won the first two games against the Orioles, all right, it's all about keeping your head above water, right? It's all about just kind of hanging in there and waiting for the cavalry and, and Aaron Judge to get back. And then you lose a game yesterday where the bullpen finally lets you down because the bullpen's not going to be perfect every single game all the time. And then tonight, going to the bullpen a lot, going to the bullpen in the third inning with Luis Severino not being able to get you more than eight outs on the night. And it's not like it's kind of surprising they're even going to the some of the, the main cast of characters, the Marinaccios and the Peraltas, when you have a game tomorrow. And I don't know how deep into that game, Carlos Rodon, your big offseason acquisition. Always good when you get to uh, July 7th and you get to see the big offseason acquisition. And he, he, I would say it would be in his best interest to hit the ground running tomorrow. If we've learned anything from this week about booing and in conversation, can you imagine the, crew, the crowd that's going to uh, be at the Yankee game tomorrow? Nice little 7.05 start. Get you ready for a big performance from Carlos Rodon in his season debut after a game in which the Yankees got their heads completely handed to him. I would say it would be in, in, in Carlos Rodon. Could you imagine tomorrow night if you go out there after this one and Rodon goes out there and just gets lit up for whatever reason? Oh, my God, that would be a nightmare. You scary, bro. It is scary. It's scary. And, and it, it feels like that there's almost been like this uh, feeling, oh, the Yankees are going to get into the playoffs. The Yankees will be okay. Again, if things remain the way they are, and I think pretty clear that things will remain the way they are at the stadium, but if the, the, the uh, Blue Jays win tonight, they will then be tied for that final wild card spot. And you would fit at some point. I mean, the Blue Jays, what a, what a bunch of. Can you get your act together? For the last two years, all this young talent, they're going to win the American League. They can't even make the playoffs. They're adding playoff teams every single year, and these guys can't get their act together. Now, I'm happy they're not getting their act together. As a Yankee fan, I don't want them to get their act together, but you would think at some point they're going to win a couple of games and be better than a Yankee team that can't get out of its own way, especially offensively. But as I say that, the White Sox have just taken a 3-1 lead on the, uh, the, the Blue Jays, so that's good news. And the good news is they've gone to the uh, bottom of the eighth inning over at the stadium. So that's good news as well. The sooner we can get this one over, the better. I can't wait for the real crack uh, question and answer session with, with Aaron Boone after this one's over. It's going to be a lot of answers. A lot of answers with Aaron tonight. A lot of questions with, a with uh, Aaron tonight. Whether or not there's any answers, I I'm not sure. 14 nothing when you give up 19 hits. I don't know that there's any answers to be given. But that Carlos Rodon... No pressure tomorrow, buddy. No pressure tomorrow. All right, that's going to do it for us for tonight. We're already out of time. Ty Butler coming up next. Got a big show. He'll break down this Yankee performance. A lot of good stuff. Pick through the bones of the wreckage, the fuselage of this Yankee performance. He's got the Mets coming up. A lot of NBA talk as well. We will be back Saturday at 9 a.m. filling in for Dan. Then, thanks to uh, Julian and Chantel, as always, thanks to all the callers. We'll see you Saturday at 9, only here, 98.7 FM. ESPN, New York. So you're telling me there's a chance.